Uh, well, we might as well get this started. It's, we're 10 minutes in. Welcome back to the Tron Stone Podcast. You mother... F- well, I won't say it, but... You pieces of garbage. Yeah. All so, you um, 12 pieces of garbage. If you're hearing a different voice, um, that is actually our uh, second self-proclaimed um, sponsor. It is um, Nick himself. Nick has actually come along... Um, he actually works for a business that is sponsoring us. So, Nick, why don't you tell the people about this business? Yeah, so we make pool floats out of cardboard. Excellent. Yeah. And, and I mean, to the layman, you'd think cardboard pool floats. Those will just disintegrate as soon as they touch the water. Well, for the most part, you're right. But <laughs> for the low price of $95.99... You're gonna you're gonna get a quality cardboard pool for it. And and Nick, we really appreciate you coming on and and telling us all about um, Nick's pool cardboard pool floats. Um, to be honest, I've been using the cardboard pool floats. Nick, they are well worth the ninety ninety five ninety nine. I, well I wasn't them. lying, dude. Well worth. Um, just a quick question: Do you? I got a I got a good four hours out of that pool float. <laughs> do you treat Do you treat the cardboard with anything, or is that up to the customer? No, I just treat it with disrespect. <laughs> you put it in the basement and beat it every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, no, I call it names. I'm I'm pretty mean to it. it usually, the, the meaner I am, the the longer it lasts in the water. There you, there you go. go. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. You gotta, it's, you gotta I mean, toughen it up a little bit. It's science. It's, it's, it's I did a whole study at Johns Hopkins. I mean, honestly, I got some cardboard. I've just been kicking the shit out of it. So that's the way you gotta treat cardboard, mm-hmm. disrespectfully. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so yeah, Nick came on to um, talk uh, pool floats mainly. But also, um, he came to talk about a new show that you two have been watching that I haven't. Yes. yes. We are going to explain it to you, though. Uh, um, and you're going to get to listen Jackson. to us. This was a, honestly, this was an old, old segment when we used to be living at Amherst together. This is an explain it to Jackson, so go ahead. <laughs> this is an and old it segment. Has, it has little tinges of our Big Brother uh, fantasy. Yes. Which, yes. did we talk about, are they going to do Big Brother? Um, me and my girlfriend were talking about that. We don't know, cause like it's, that seems it's a summer. Weird. It's a summer thing, and they definitely like should already in in the middle of uh, whoa, in the middle of April they should already have the Big Brother people like picked out, like the twenty ready to go into the house. It's like they should already like have picked that out, and so like I don't know if they have if they have it up. She she doesn't think it's happening. So I don't think it's happening. I think it's like sports. I think they're just like mm, nope. But um, push it back, baby. Make it a make it a fall house, not a summer house. Fall house. I mean, yeah. I just like cancel Celebrity Big Brother. That shit sucks anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, two thumbs down. Um, besides besides the season when Meta World Peace was on, I didn't see that, but I might go back and watch it. Meta uh, Meta World Peace was a beautiful. He was so precious. He was honestly, he was a man of the world. Meta World News. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this new show, it premiered on Monday at 8, 7 Central. Um, and it is called Listen to Your Heart, The Bachelor Presents. 
I think I got those in the wrong order, but that's okay. Um, and so I am watching it mainly because um, one of the lovely hostesses from Bar Taco, and when I say lovely, I want to put some extra emphasis on lovely. She's just a really lovely person. Um, she uh, is part of this competition. Um, and the best way to describe her without being really, really rude is um, if you were having a conversation with her and then you sort of um, like had like an epiphany, you would realize that you were actually talking to like a couch with really big tits who can just sort of spit out canned responses. Um, and what we realized while watching the show is that she's actually um, so dumb that she just says any sort of... If, like, you're in a conversation with her, she'll just kind of say words confidently and hope that you just gloss over the fact that it makes no sense. Because there were multiple times where she said, like a sentence, like a short response, and it just didn't fit at all. And she just kept going with it. She was like, is this, yep, bah, bah, is, this, is this how she is on the show, or is this how she is in real life? Both. That's the fun uh, part. Yeah. No. I can, you just, you, honestly, you described at least like three different people that we went to high school with. Yes. Yeah. That's why it's fantastic. It's like, just be just knowing one of the people just makes it so much more fascinating. And then we're also, oh, yeah, we're real pieces of shit. So we've started an on screen makeout leaderboard, and she is currently tied for first. <laughs> Cheers, baby. Cheers, sir. <laughs> um, she's been really sucking face. Oh, yeah. She went right, like, she was like first. She was also the first person in the house, which has to be the most awkward thing ever. She's like, oh. so I always, think of if, if you were in her shoes, would you want to be the first one or the last one? I'd want to be like in the middle. But see, so in Big Brother, I would want to be the first. And honestly, right away, just go find a, find a bedroom. Yeah. Go find the place I want to be. And so I'm, I've always wondered with Big Brother, and now I kind of wonder with this show... How, what is this gap of time in between when the first person shows up and when the second person shows up? I think it's, I think it's like two hours because like the last guy that showed up to this, he like, they like did like a face to face with him and he was like, yeah, it was really weird. I was like showing up to a party that had already started. Like people were like a couple drinks deep already when like the last person got there. So I think it was like at least a couple hours, but, um, so basically the premise of the show is that there are, I think 12 guys and eight girls. And so what other way around 12, 12 girls, eight guys. No, there were more guys than girls. That was the point. Oh yeah. 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 You're right. Cause you had, so the idea was that you had to be in a couple by the end of the first episode in order to stay on the show. So, like, the rose ceremony was all the girls, like, picked a guy to, like, keep in the house, essentially. And they it's like Big Brother a little bit in that they all stay in, like, the girls stay in one room and the guys stay in one room. And they just have, like, a bunch of bunk beds. Um, but it was, like, it was, like, I was watching it with Dylan and he was, like, when we first started it, he was, like, dude, this is good. I'm going to hate this show. 
And then 20 minutes into it, he was like, dude, I love this show. And I was like, yeah. Is there, is there a lot of drama? Yes. There's a ton of drama. Um, and like, it's like the whole dates thing. And then they're doing music too. So there was like one date where the girl I know went to like this Hollywood recording studio that's famous, but I don't know it because I don't give a shit. And they did like a cover of like, they like redid a John Mayer song. I think it was called gravity. Um, but that's like, just like, that's like his most famous song. Like, yeah. don't be like, I think it's called gravity. That's like his <laughs> most famous song. Yeah. I think it's slow dancing in a Berman room, but like, who knows? <laughs> but they like did it with like his producer and like his like backup guitarists and like piano or whatever. Um, but it's like interesting. It's more addicting because there's so many personalities. I feel like um, with girlfriend them doing the girlfriend on the podcast. Woo! Her first appearance, I think, except for maybe last episode when she yelled at you. I don't remember if that made the cut. Um, But um, I completely lost my train of thought, so I'm just going to keep talking, and I'm going to hope that I find it again. Um, The music aspect of it brings... It's a lot of of characters. There's, like, a couple, like, really creepy dudes, and uh, there's one dude that got into the house and immediately tried to kiss a girl. Like, literally was like, hi, my name is Alan, and then tried to kiss her. And it was like, mm, and she was like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my type of guy. <laughs> Emma. George. Um, yeah, it's uh, fascinating. From what I gather, it's going to be the first, I think each episode is going to focus on like a couple people. Because I think that's the way they do it a lot of times. So is it on Netflix? No, it's on ABC. Like, it's, like, televised. But they put it on Hulu, like, the next day. Oh, okay. Because you made it seem like when you text me, watch this, meaning, like, go on Netflix. Or, like, yeah. it's it's some sort of, like, so, okay. I, I get what you're saying. It's, like, yeah, week the, by week. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Um, oh, it's MTV, there, okay. there were a lot of, like, there was a lot of drama. And there were a lot of wild cards. And, like, me and Dylan just got really stoned, and then we guessed all of the plot twists. Like, we were just predicting what was going to happen. It was a lot of fun. I recommend wow. it. It's quality television. It's not at all, but um, I'll give you the... Uh, Seal of approval? Yeah. It's, it's definitely worth, like, an hour of your time. A week. Wow. Yeah. Nick, Nick your thoughts on it? So... For the, you didn't say her name. The person you know, it's Jamie. So yeah. the people, the listeners can follow along on her journey for love. Um, <laughs> she she was electric because she just came across as such an idiot. I mean, there were... The other one was... Uh, Julia. No, Rudy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, she's, she's just, just absolutely like like stab, stab you in your sleep, sleep crazy. crazy. I want I I'm not sure, but I just have the feeling she's from New Jersey. Yeah, like she has actually, that vibe. I can look it up. Um, where is she? I'm, I'm on the, the cast right, right now. now. Like she just has a New no, Jersey no. vibe. Rudy's from San Antonio. Oh jeez, Charles. Yes. Charles but Mark I'm pretty sure. 
No, no, no. So if you look on the website, they have all the cast members and all the cast members have like a little bio and then they do three fun facts. One of her fun facts is that she once waited for her ex-boyfriend to fall asleep and then used his finger to break into his phone. Oh. So, so yeah, yeah, she's, she's a, a lunatic. lunatic. Um, and then one of Jamie's fun facts is that her favorite food is margaritas, which is notoriously not a food. Maybe in her world it is. But I think, so I'm there's, a fan there's of There's salt involved, so I mean. But so, yeah, so yeah, it has, has to, to be. be. Yeah, I don't even know. Wow. Wow, we wow, wow. Well, um, I'll talk to the GF about it. Maybe we'll watch it. So the person you know starts with a J. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll. I'll. I'll look out for her if 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 I end up watching it. Also, she. Um, I like looked because I follow her on Instagram. I looked at her thing from like before it aired to after, and she went from like uh, like fifteen hundred followers to fifteen thousand like overnight. That's why people go on that show. Yeah, like literally. If you're saying it's if you're saying it's MTV, like so many fucking people watch MTV. I mean, like it's ABC, but like yeah. Oh. And plus, shit. it has the Bachelor tag on it, so everyone's like. Uh, oh, jeez. And an during quarantine, an like. Yeah. yeah. Um. I will quickly plug me and, and my girlfriend. We've been watching a uh, different reality show. It's called Below Deck. It's on Bravo. Um, so like the real big time like reality TV shows. So it's basically every season, it's a new crew of people that come on to a yacht and they work on this yacht. And then it's a cycle. Like basically every two episodes, it's a new <clears throat> like primary that they call it or like guests on the yacht that paid for like this extravagant huge thing so uh there's seven if we we found it on like our actual like cable on like the on-demand uh there's seven seasons we're on season six we started it well before the quarantine but it's it's very it's i wouldn't say it's too repetitive but it's like it's great if like it, it's it's I'm trying to think like what it actually is. It's almost like a Big Brother, but there are no chat or it's almost like a. Jeez, I'm trying to think. Almost like a real world. If you, if any of you guys have actually seen Real World on MTV, where it's there's no challenges. It's just you're watching these people who really haven't met each other be in a house together, and like drama unfolds, and there's always. Like a, like not a challenge but a task to be done. Their task is like to make money working on this yacht. Like being like there's like it's always split down the middle. There's the stewards who do the more of like the cooking, cleaning, made service deal, but then there's also the deckhands who do like the cleaning the boat, who do like the outside of the boat, who do the um like docking who do the like water sports, like there's jets on every yacht, every season, there's always jet skis and trampolines and these big water slides off the yacht and everything. It's actually, it's so interesting to watch like yacht life and like watch these, like honestly, horrible, horrible, horribly rich people come into the yacht and just tear it all apart. 
That sounds riveting. <laughs> it honestly, it's like it's so like my one of my favorite part is obviously it's like watching them and it's most seasons have been in the Caribbean. Season six, they go to Tahiti because season six takes place in between season uh, 2018 and tw- or 2017, 2018. That's when a bunch of hurricanes hit the Caribbean. So they had to move to the like, Hell yeah. to like South, like Southeast Asia. That would have been sick. Yeah. Well, yeah, they should have just put them in the middle of a hurricane and been like, I don't know, figure it out. Well, Tahiti's even worse. Tahiti's like the tides are crazy. And it's like the captain is never, the captain is always the same through every season. This guy, Captain Lee, he's a badass. (laughs) But he goes on different boats, which is something I never thought of. So, like, the captain doesn't own this yacht. It's actually like a fucking rich person that does own the yacht and he, like, hires an entire crew even a captain to like pilot his whole yacht and to like take it in and out of and like basically whatever money they get or no you know what it is i've i so people pay to get on the yacht they pay like i'm i want to pay for three days on this yacht including drinks and fun and meals and everything i think that the money that they initially pay up front goes to the owner of the boat and then the captain but then the biggest thing at like the end of every like um, trip is um, they do this whole breakdown of like the tips. So it's like after their two, three days on a trip, it's tending to these primaries, tending to these guests, cooking them meals, making them do crazy things. Like then they like go, thank you guys so much. They leave, but then they hand the captain like an envelope and they go, you deserved every dollar of this or whatever. And then they go down below deck and divvy it all up. And like the tips, I'm like, it. the first season I was like, are you fucking kidding me with these tips? For like a group of 10 people, they're like, here's $20,000 as tip. Yeah. Yeah. As a tip. It's like, here's $20,000. And I'm like, oh my God. So obviously... These people, whoever has ever been on that show, they're millionaires. Yeah. That's what, like, it is in my brain. Like, they're millionaires. Well, I mean, like, if you do, like, if you do, like, 10 trips, dude, you're making, like, close to six figures. Well, that's the thing. Um, They did, there is definitely, like, there are 10 people getting tips on the boat. My math is way off on that, but. Yeah. So, like. You know, you get twenty thousand bucks as a tip, but split between ten people, that's only two grand. Which is in the show, it's pretty good. That's a little bit above average. The highest I've ever seen in like over six seasons is um, someone tipped uh, thirty grand. And then yeah. do they 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 divvy it up like like equally? Yeah. Oh, equally. Okay, I thought that that they would do it like basically like by who did the best. Well, there's been times where there's been like, it's been once in like six seasons where Captain Lee's basically been like, you didn't earn your full pay. And so the rest of your, everyone's going to get equal pay besides you and whatever you don't get from the equal pay, we're just going to put towards getting like food on the ship. Yeah. But Captain Lee, like I did the math one, like a couple episodes, Captain Lee never gets money. So I'm assuming whoever gets the, like the actual like booking of the trip, because you got to put down money for that. It's not just like the tip is 20,000. Like there's other money being transactioned. 
the Captain Lee's getting some of that money, and I'm assuming that this other party of yacht, people that actually own the boat, could be a company, it could be a person, they get that money and everything. So it's like, I'm still trying to figure out all that stuff, but it's, it's, I, I find it, it gets repetitive because it's the same thing. It's, you'll, you'll figure out after the first three episodes of like a 15 episode season, you'll be like, okay, the, the chef is going to be a little kooky. And then this little steward, the, like the one, she's going to complain a lot. And then this deckhand's going to get hurt and everything. And it's like, I kind of figured it out. Like, oh, but it's like, it's still so entertaining to watch. This season, uh, they show it. Someone literally falls overboard because they get tangled up in ropes. And the tide is so crazy. It shoots the ropes out in the sea. And the person is with the ropes by the leg and shoots out off the boat. I'm like, I'm so pumped for that shit. <laughs> Captain Lee I cries. Like, I feel like that's kind of like The Bachelor, though. The Bachelor would be very repetitive if they didn't do, like, the dates and stuff. Mm. I, but I sometimes, I, like, I even feel like the, the Bachelor could be a little bit even... Like, I feel like there's always something different. I'm, I'm like, not joking. Like, like, from season one to season six, the only things that change are the guests coming on board and even then it's not even this it's say like there's been a guest that's been on four different seasons his name's dean and he's like super high maintenance and he just loves the yachting thing and he always comes back so it's like i've seen dean six times that's That's so so stupid stupid. but the guests are sometimes so fucking hilarious we me and my girlfriend were watching one last night season six it's this He's got to be like 60, like 64, overweight, just like a, like, like imagine like a creepy uncle who just is a millionaire. This first, this is his second, the the season I'm watching, it's his second time on. His first season, he demanded um, a champagne foam party. Huh. Yeah. This is the, and they'll go all out for him. So he... He, the entire day, he gets on the boat. I think they were like 10 o'clock, gets on the boat, 10 o'clock in the morning. And he's just he's already drunk at 10 o'clock Love in the morning. It. 10 o'clock in the morning, already drunk. <clears throat> and so he gets on the boat, and he's like, oh, so I'm thankful to be here. Like, you guys are the best. And he, <laughs> and the foam party isn't until the next night. So like they do dinner, and he's blasted. And he's only like drinking champagne. Like he's just constantly just like bottles of champagne down the gullet. And he's just like, this is amazing food. It's beautiful. And they're like, the food that they make is crazy. It's like, it, for on a boat, they're doing like crazy surf and turf or like like beef balling. Like they're doing all this crazy shit. It's all on a boat with like limited resources and everything. It's, it's beautiful. Like doing like a, what did they do? Like sea urchin. Uh, they did sea urchin ovaries. They made that what? like a couple times. Sea urchin ovaries. And like the people were like, this is like the beautiful, it's like fine, like five star restaurant, like Michelin shit. And uh, this guy, like again, the drunk guys. So they bring him on for the second time. And again, he comes in 10 o'clock, already hammered, already blasted. He's having a great time. And he requests for a pajama party, but he wants, since it's his birthday, he wants men in cupid diapers to what? parade to parade around the boat shooting like bow and arrow it was bananas and so 
they're like, okay, we'll appease this guy. One of the crew members puts on like a, a Cupid diaper and comes in and literally the guest, the old drunk guy, just screams for three minutes straight. Just, <laughs> ah, screaming because a man walked in with a diaper. And it's like, he's, he's not making any sense. He gets on a jet ski with no uh, life vest. And Captain Lee comes out and goes, dude, got to put on the life vest. The waves are too crazy. I don't want you to die. And he goes, fuck you, Captain Lee, and zooms off. And like, he was just like, if he's, and like, they're filming it like in real time. And they're like, he's going 70 miles an hour. If he were to fall off of that and hit the water, it would be like hitting a brick wall and he'd be dead. Yeah. Like that episode of Nitro Circus where Travis Pastrana's dad jumps off a boat at 60 miles an hour and shatters his pelvis. Yeah. And he's just like, and this old drunk guy's like, wow, fuck you, Captain Lee. It's, he wasn't a, like, he wasn't a real person when I was watching. He, like, he wasn't real. He was just a cartoon character. It was crazy. That's what I love about reality television is none of them are real people. No. Like, they don't live in the same world as us. They don't they operate. They don't function the same way as us. Yeah, they, uh, most people suck. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that was Trolling Stone discusses um, various reality television shows. Yeah. Do you want to get into music? recurring segment on this podcast. Yes. You want to get into music? Yes. Let's do it. Um, we got? I'm going to start off with... Um, Drops, because this is coming out on Friday. Um, hopefully it'll be... Should be actually coming out later on tonight, so that's big time. Um, Duncan's going to do some hardcore editing after this, and we're going to get that shit out to you guys. All 9 to 16 of our listeners, depending on the day. Um, to start off with, um, let's see, Future dropped a mixtape on... All streaming services. This is mixtape tape Purple Rain. It is a pretty pretty good pretty good uh, little little collection of songs he's got there. Um, I've noticed that a lot of future mixtapes are kind of the same. Not to be rude, but um, they're all uh, fairly. Cut. You know what you're getting with Future is what I'm trying to say. Um, but this is a pretty good one. I also have noticed that um, he's been putting out his mixtapes onto streaming services um, like fairly regularly over the past few weeks. And I have to think that it has something to do with the album he announced um, about, I think, like three weeks ago. I don't know when it's going to come out, but it seems like maybe he's dropping his mixtapes in order to hype his album up which is sort of the yin to Tory Lanez's yang, where Tory Lanez was doing all his Instagram lives and blew up on that and then dropped his album, whereas Future is just dropping old shit and then uh, using that to hype up his album. What did you say, Jackson? Well, I said Tory Lanez is going on Instagram live, the the yin to the yang, and has scantily clad women. Yeah, yeah. A classic. Type. Or he's 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 setting up like the rules and everything. Yeah, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, and then the other one is the baby will be dropping an album, which I'm fairly excited about. Um, I became a big the baby fan 
Um, probably somewhere in the fall-ish. Um, he's, his past two albums were very good. Um, even my dad co-signs him, but he's dropping an album tomorrow. I'm a little nervous because the um, single was not good. I didn't like it. I was not a fan. Yeah, you were telling me, and I, I unfortunately, I looked up, not realizing, I looked up Lil Baby instead of Da Baby. It's a tough uh, mistake to make, I'll tell you yeah, that Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough one. I was going to listen to Find My Way, that's the baby single. Um, didn't, though, because, again, I went to Lil Baby. Um, we can talk about Lil Baby. I, I listened to one song, and it was shitty, but then Lil Wayne came on, and... Um, Still deciding. Uh, I saw Little Baby in concert. Um, <clears throat> plot twist: It was very underwhelming. I would figure. Yeah. No. Uh, he was opening for Future, and I was really just there for Future. Little Baby is. Is he the same as Little Bass God? No. no. Okay. But Little Baby's like a young thug protege. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. But then also, um, the Alchemist, a.k.a. Alan the Chemist, is going to be dropping an album with Westside Gun, who is like a name I know, but I don't know well. And um, he has features include Joey Badass, Tyler the Creator, Wale, Freddie Gibbs... Um, and that's about that. And then there's also a couple, there's a song produced by, uh, Tyler, the creator song produced by DJ premier. So a lot of big names involved with this project plus the alchemist. So I'm excited to at least see what, hear what they come up with. Yeah, no, exactly. As soon as you told me that, um, that, that was coming out, that alchemist was like in the studio. I'm like, I'm pumped. I'm like so ready for it. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it for music news. I'm going to uh, get on Twitter and see if I can get anything else. Um, yeah, there wasn't, there's, I mean, we're in the middle of the week, like doing our like typical like midweek one, but there's not much huge news or like new drops or anything. Um, Duncan and me were talking earlier about, um, Duncan's been getting into a little bit of the White Stripes. Uh, I wouldn't even say that I've been getting into them it's just like i've always known just, the white stripes and known their songs but then i just sort of have been on like a real obsession with yeah you're them. just like in a mood for them and everything yeah you, you it's not even a mood like a little bit beyond one where you're like yeah like even even tomorrow i'm gonna listen to them yeah and everything. this is like, like what i'm this is what i'm into right now yeah um i can remember back like i i've been a jack white fan less of a white stripes fan um i mean there, if you just kind of break down their music, there's also on top of it not much to break down. It's just the the drum patterns are just like kick snare kick snare kick kick snare kick snare. It's like it's so easy drum beats for Meg White, and then Jack White just kind of goes nuts, just cranks up the gain and like the distortion, and makes these weird weird like noises. And it's like it's kind of cool. It's very it's it, some of theirs like even still Jack White to this day still makes very '90s music, 
where yep. like people were just getting into experimentation <clears throat> and doing like weird shit with the guitar or even doing weird shit with like recording. Um, I will say he's still keeping vinyl alive. He still will put out songs and literally I was just with seeing it on Instagram. He put out a country song or like a Southern rock song. It only came out on vinyl and Love he goes, it. Oh, it was a sing. It was a, a seven inch. He put one on and then like a, a song he had already recorded on the other side. Legitimately, it was, it was just two songs and he made like 500,000 of them and sent them off to like different that. record stars. And it's just like, dude, like he, he, he's like, I'm not putting this one online. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I love um, one of the things, um, the song, uh, I forget what it's called. Give me one second. Um, but it's a famous White Stripes song. Seven Nation Army? No, we're going to be friends. Uh, from Napoleon Dynamite. Yes, but do you know where I know that song? Really, like the thing that sticks with me. Well, the one that sticks with me is is Napoleon Dynamite. No, I don't know. So when we graduated fifth grade, my <laughs> oh my, my god, oh wait, my god, wait, <laughs> my dad made the like end of the year graduation <laughs> slideshow video. Oh Christ. <laughs> And he put this, that was the song to it. And so that's like where I like. Let me call Rick up. Let me call Rick up. Wait a second. This is pretty funny because back in those days, Duncan had no friends. Yeah. It's weird. Wait, me and Duncan were friends in third grade. Yeah. Big time friends. Big time. Big time rush. I was just a big time weirdo at that time too. But yeah. You were weird enough to be my friend. Yeah, exactly. We were perfect for each other. All right, I know this song because my dad made a slideshow with it in that fifth just grade. Burned <laughs> in my brain every time I hear that song. That is what I think of. Oh God, I can tell that we are gonna be friends. And it's like honestly, kudos to him because it's the perfect song for a fifth grade fucking slideshow. It's it's so fifth grade. Yeah, there's like there's like. No ambiguity that it could mean anything else. It's literally no. a song about being friends. Yeah, no, it's like the most PG song of all time. God, Other than like Happy Birthday. <laughs> I don't know. Happy Birthday. That insinuates sex happened. Classic corny Nick. No. Yeah, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. It doesn't insinuate that. People needed to have coital to procreation uh, <laughs> occurred. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, a white stripe song I like is Blue Orchid because yep. I did like I spent so fucking long trying to understand how Jack White because it, it, it and during that album it was still only Jack and Meg White in the recording studio. No one else. His guitar sounds so deep and i'm like oh he's playing a bass right now and like and just distorting it like no he was playing guitar he was putting his shit on blue orchid through so many different things i learned he put it through an octave pedal not an octave but an octave where it lowered the sound of the guitar by like six octaves 
So whatever he played, no matter how low, it was even lower. And it, it's like literally it sounds like uh, like electronic, like not even – it's not like – it sounds like a tone that would come from dubstep, like a weird yeah. like sub bass where it's like boom, Like boom, a wub, wub, wub. Like yeah, a wub, found, wub, wub. It sounds like a wub, wub, and, but it's through a guitar and it's like awesome. And so like I was able to like tune certain pedals I had to make that sound. And I remember Blue Orchid took me like – like a year of my life to just try to figure out how to get that sound. That was honestly, that was like, that was like junior and senior year of high school. I was trying to figure out how to make like that octave sound. Um, I love, um, ball in a biscuit. Mm-hmm. Great song. Um, it's like, it's and, like 14 minutes long. Yep. Love it. And then of course, icky thump is a classic. Icky thumps really good. Um, fell in I love mean, with a girl. Fell in yes. love with a girl is great because the music video, it's just Legos. Yes. Yeah. And there's also a song called The Big Three Killed My Baby. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. one always reminds me of um, – fuck. My brain is so bad sometimes. Um, it reminds me for some reason, the like melody reminds me of Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. Yeah, and then and then I think of how cool "Ain't No Rest for the Wicked" would be if they had some like killer guitar in there. Yeah, I took a while. Be- There's a documentary that came out um, a while ago, and it was it. Oh, it's it's called "It May Get Loud." It was on HBO, and you can find it on YouTube and bits. But it was basically four guitar players coming together to kind of talk about their craft. We may have I may have mentioned it before. It was Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin. Yep. It was the it was the Edge from U two. Yep. And it it was Jack White. And for the life of me, I can't remember the last guy. <laughs> Jimmy uh, Hendrix. N- no, because this was. <laughs> it may have been Jimmy Buffett. Actually. Jeff Beck. Brian Eno. Beck. Um, it may have been those the, three. The guy from ZZ Top. You know what? It was just those three. It wasn't four. It was just them. It was Jimmy Page. It was The Edge from U2. And it was Jack White. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Just my first instinctual take of that is that The Edge seems to be way out of place there. No. He actually has his place. So it's like Jimmy Page is like the – is neutral. Jimmy Page didn't really have that many pedals per se, or put too much effect. It was just he played guitar, and he was really good at it, and he was in Led Zeppelin, and he was amazing. Jack White took a step further, more of the, like, if you want to look at this, like, politically, Jimmy Page took a more left turn on the political spectrum. Yeah, he, was, and he was, leaned left. He was or, a I'm bit sorry, Democrat. I'm, I'm sorry. Jimmy Page was a neutral. Jack White, I meant to say. Okay. Jack White, Jack White was, was more, a Democrat. Yeah, Jack Jimmy Jack Page White, is an independent. Yeah, Jimmy uh, Jack White was more like like left socialist, like grassroots, weird, like we health can, healthcare for all. Yeah, like vermin supreme, like we got this baby. Like just smoke <laughs> some more grass and like yeah. So there's a clip where Who killed legit- Princess Diana? Who yeah. Um we don't wanna don't go down that road. Um <laughs> Where literally Jack White is on a ranch, a ranch he owns in the Midwest, and he, takes, I believe, lives in Nashville. Yeah, he or takes outside a, of it. 
he takes a, a four, two by four, hit, starts hitting a nail into it, and then takes uh, another little block of wood, nails that in, and then takes another nail and nails it at the end of the two by four, and then takes a wire and wraps it around, and then puts a Coke bottle in between that little block of wood and the, the first nail, and then starts playing it like a fucking guitar, or plugs it in, starts playing it like a guitar. What a lunatic! I fucking love it. And he's and he's smoking a uh, honestly a hand rolled cigarette. He I goes, love it. He goes. Man. Now you get a guitar. Now you get a guitar. <laughs> and he plays it. And he's playing slide on this little piece of shit two by four on a wire. And it goes. It cuts into him playing the actual real song on a real guitar. And he's just like. And he's still smoking it. And he goes. And he goes like. Uh, Timmy Two Shoes play, uh, played that song back in 1942, and I, I was like, "What? What in the fucking world is this?" And I'm like, "I love him. I love he's him. He's such like a lovably weird dude." He he goes. He's in the attic of whatever house he's at. In again, in the middle of nowhere, and he puts on a song, and it's uh, the the artist is called Red Sun, and the I can't remember the song for the life of me. But the song on vinyl, on a little single, 7-inch, it's just a man singing and clapping offbeat. Love it. And I it, love it. And in, in a clip, play the song's only like two, oh, barely two minutes long. They play the entire barely two minutes, and it's just Jack White sitting there like... And at the end, he looks at the camera and goes, that's my favorite song ever. <laughs> and just like goes back to normal. He goes, that was my favorite song ever. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Oh, I'm like, okay. I'm like, I, I think I'm in love with this man. Like, this yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. I, you you got to, tomorrow when you try to edit this, this bullshit, try to find that clip because it's all on YouTube where he's just like, <clears throat> he's listening to, yeah, again, a man's just singing, no instruments, just singing and just. <laughs> and he, uh, that's my favorite song. Obviously, what yeah. what else would it be? Yeah, <clears throat> oh, that's God. beautiful. But um, my dad gave me some recommendations for if I want to branch out. His recommendations were the Flesh Eaters, Shellac, and Big Chief. Big Chief's good. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm gonna get into. That's a good one. Um, and then last night I got into we were just like fucking around playing Xbox, and we listened to. A bunch of like old Beck and a bunch of old Jeff Beck. I yeah, you, I know that you got Beck and Jeff Beck like at a good place in your heart, which I always love. Like you can always pull out like a good like Jeff Beck conversation out of you. Yeah, yeah. And then we listened to like Midnight Vultures, and Dylan was like, "What is this?" Midnight Vultures are great, so good. Um, but yeah, so I think that pretty much does it for the most part for for music, musical yeah. stuff. We'll try to. Yeah. We we'll have more stuff for you once the weekend hits, obviously. But exactly, midweek yeah. is always a bit slow for us. Um, I did just look at music drops coming up in April, and Asher Roth is dropping an album like next week. I honestly, I think that when we recorded like a long time ago we also talked about Asheroth's last album and we were like it's bullshit <laughs> yeah so like i don't know that's going to be either terrible or great so like we talked about it for like a split second 
Yeah. Um, All right. But we have a riveting top five, which our guest is more than welcome to participate in if he can pull his head out of 2K for five minutes. Yeah. Uh, so I would like to introduce, because this has a near and dear place to my heart, we will be um, discussing each in our own top five types of coffee. Now, to clarify, types means either a drink you get when you go to like Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts, a type of coffee, like Folgers or uh, New England coffee roasters or whatever. Brands. Brands. Or it can be situational coffees, like the coffee you have, um, I don't know. In the morning, your morning coffee. Your morning coffee. But more specific than that, because we all have more specific coffees than that. Now, I know I made a list of, it's got to be 20 now. And so I'm just going to go through them and be like, that's number, that's number five, that's number four and everything. I'm ranking these. Like, I, I take pride in my coffee. I want to preface this before we get into it. And I, my job is coffee. So. Your, job, your job is coffee. Your new job is coffee. I've been drinking coffee for a while. And I feel like <laughs> stupidest sentence ever. <laughs> I'm gonna brag a little bit, baby. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna shake my shoulders and I'm gonna brag a little bit. I just yeah. know I'm a coffee man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So um Nick, my friend, you're still there. Uh oh. Oh boy. He finally got fed up with us. Yeah, after the after the coffee, after we actually started to be like, "Hey, can you get back on? Can you <laughs> can start you talking? Like, join us, join back in." Yeah. When he gets well, back, we should ask him if he has any thoughts about the white stripes. No, because that was a fun thing you did to me a couple like last week when I wasn't paying attention at all, and you were just like thoughts, and I was like, mm, "Oh, yep, well, actually, happening. that happened. That happened every time I ever was just like, "Hey, could you talk now?" <laughs> As soon as, as soon as you interrupt me, I'm going to stop talking. I'll just let you talk. <laughs> well, also, talk- that was when we did the top five Kendrick Lamar. So I was yeah. like incredibly distracted. Yeah. I, I'm like, I, my job is talking. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, baby. All right. I've been farting up a storm. Dude. Oh, yeah. Yes, dude. I took the two. What is that? I could. I know what it is, but why? It's one of my puppies. I told you, I'm getting a puppy, right? Yeah. Is that one from like the litter? Yeah. We Are don't know. Get? We don't know. Anyways, um, I took the two biggest poops of my life today. It was incredible. Um, I'm drinking IPAs, man. Like I'm. Oh, Nick's gone. I'm about to feel one. Hopefully he comes back, or like we can try to we can try to get him back soon to not like break the flow of what we're about to do. Well, let's just talk about let's just talk our honorable mentions. Yay! He's back. Nick, what are your thoughts on the white stripes? Um, I'm not gonna. That sounds racially charged, so I'm not gonna answer that. (laughs) Perfect. Good man. Trick. That was a trick question, and you passed. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. All right, and just 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 real quick before we start this, this segment is actually brought to you by Nick's cardboard pool floats. 
Um, use them for four hours and waste a hundred dollars. Not quite a hundred. You, you save four ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You actually yeah. save four hundred one. My, my, what's the difference? Uh, my my competitors <laughs> charge a hundred. That's why. I, it's a little yeah, yeah, you, chip you, on my you, you gave it a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is there any like uh, code they can use if they go to your website? Uh, yeah, it's the one on, uh, on your credit card. <laughs> yeah. If you just if you just take your debit card and you flip it over and you read those three digits, plug them in to Nick's very credible, very real website that isn't his email address, you'll get your cardboard. <laughs> Actually, it, it works very much better if you just email Nick a picture of your credit card. Mm -hmm. Now, now you're gonna get your cardboard. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you guys know I did the same thing. I put my the security code at the back of it. Nick sent me the cardboard, and it is great. It's already in the trash right now. It's <laughs> it's wet and soggy, and I just love it. That, what else do you want from your cardboard? Nothing else I can ask for, baby. And then also, once it's wet, it's more fun to beat mm. and just really disrespect it. <laughs> That's true. Really dehumanize it. Have you ever yeah, tried? You, have, have you ever tried fucking wet cardboard? <laughs> All right, now we're getting ridiculous. Okay, yeah, I was just asking. Yeah, Duncan, if we're gonna lose this sponsor, are you kidding me? <laughs> but anyway, so this segment is our top five. Sorry, and. Um, we today are covering our top five coffees. And Duncan and I went through and everything, so we got to get into it. I'll start off at my number five. At my number five coffee, it is um, the iced coffee that you drink while also drinking a Red Bull. That's my number five. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Now, to talk about this and to really go into a little bit of detail... I've recently been getting into Red Bull. Like, I like my Red Bull. Right. Yeah. That's dangerous. It's just it's just a good kick. But I also like coffee. So there's times where I'm out and driving around and I have a coffee. It's an iced coffee. I don't like to, like, pile drive an iced coffee into my brain. I like to sip. <laughs> I like to – but I also like to actually pile drive a Red Bull into my brain. So um, I'll get both at the same time and I'll – throw that one back it's basically like the first sip of iced coffee and then there's a red bill mixed in the middle and then it's my last sip of the iced coffee um first things first i have had a couple summers of my life where i've bought red bull by the case which is oh. like yeah because you can get them on amazon for like 25 bucks i think and second of all have you tried the watermelon red bull no, I haven't. It's their summer I'm, edition. I gotta give I'm it a second shot, but it kind of tastes like a watermelon Jolly Rancher. I'm exclusively the like um, colored Red Bulls. Like I don't drink the the normal Red Bull, the 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 uh, the blue and the silver. I only have been drinking the like yellow edition or the red edition or the peach edition. Which is edition. your favorite flavor? I like tropical. I like the yellow okay. one. Okay. Because also, I am firmly a sugar-free Red Bull guy. Oh, I try to get sugar-free as much as I can. Because they also have a couple of good sugar-free flavors. Mm -hmm. But I love just the... I don't know what it is, but I love the just just the plain Red Bull taste. That gets my dick. like It gives a little jump. A little whoop. 
Honestly, that's not me. So do you like the that four is, local gold by default then? Yeah, no. that's what I'm saying. Like I don't like four local at all. Uh, we are a big Natty Rush guys. We like to turn our poop green. Natty you Rush, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's been a while since I've had a Natty Rush. You're welcome. I might go next door to the gas station and see if they have them just to turn my poop a different color tomorrow. The liquor store down the street has a Natty Rush. Nick, your number five coffee. Uh, I'm going to go pretty plain here, just saying a cappuccino. That's a good one. I do I like a, a good cappuccino. I'm a big fan of cappuccino, especially after like an Italian-style dinner. Ooh. Cafe Victoria. Oh, or mommy, like mommy. When, when it's cold, a good cappuccino is just like, it just cuts right to the chase. Yeah. And it's not like too much liquid either. Nope. Half, half milk froth, half espresso. Yes, precisely. Um, my number five is the coffee that you drink to get you through the like last two hours of work. Usually in my world, because of the way I have work and the jobs I've done, it's that's the last like 10 minute break you get of your day where you're just like, I'm going to get coffee to get me through the rest of this day. Um, I'll see you guys in five minutes and then you can go do whatever you want. You can smoke meth. You can... Whoa. I don't know, bang preferably, no, preferably none of those things. As long as you come back with coffee, you're good to go. And that's mm. my number five coffee. Mm. So, um, my... Wait, wait, wait. Do we want to do snake now that we have three people? No. Yeah, why not? Here we go. No? Okay. We don't get lost in the snake? No, yeah. All right. I'll, get, I'll get lost. All right. Then my number... My number four coffee... I got... I. It's I gotta narrow down this big list. My number four coffee. Ooh, this is good. My number four coffee is an is a coffee of any kind midday while you're teaching. Now I gotta preface this. This is very personal. There have been some. I'm not gonna say numerous. I'm not gonna say a lot. I'm not gonna say very few. But there have been some times where I've had a friendly teacher come into my classroom literally while I'm talking and being like, Hey, here's a coffee. And it's almost like they're trying to be a little nonchalant. They're, they're trying to be like, here you go. And I'm like, bless. And I will stop my entire class and I will make my kids applaud that teacher. <laughs> and then, and then I take a big, big, big gulp. And then I get back into it. That's an all time moment where it's just mm. like, uh, it's, it's, it's like, it's D block. Yeah. And I'm just like, I really need a coffee right now. Yeah. Like I could, it's like, I already had to type out a bunch of emails for my, like during my prep period, I need a coffee now. Yeah. And then a surprise one comes in during while I'm teaching. Love it. Um, I would like to ask a question about that. Yeah. Do, is it like a coffee from the break room or is it a coffee from somewhere? It's dunks. It's it's always dunks because right right by my school there's a Dunkin' Donuts. Hell yeah! And do they get like? Is it like your specific order or is it just a coffee? Well, there there are some people that know my specific order. That's fantastic. Like they, like they got a notes page going of like who wants what. That's a beautiful I, person right there. I've had my VP come in and be like, "Here's your coffee," and I'm like. Oh. You're just like, I will fucking kiss you on the lips right now. I'm only, I, I got to tell you guys, that's a beautiful coffee. I'm already, uh, there's already some better coffees. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, our, uh, there's three more better coffees than that. Yeah. So yeah, my number four is the coffee after you each eat too much dairy the night before. Okay. That, that just cleans out your bowels. You need it. <laughs> Especially I love bowels. that. I got some lactose intolerant. And oh boy. Oh, oh so, so then, then here, here comes the question, question is, is what, what do you put, put in your coffee? coffee? Almond milk creamer. Okay. okay. Have you ever fucked with like the coconut milk creamer? Yes. Because they have one that's like half almond milk, half coconut milk. But I found that one of the issues with that one, or at least the specific one I got, is that it curdled as soon as it hit the coffee. Yes, I have. There are certain almond milk creamers that do that, and it drives me nuts. So I just say I get the almond breeze creamer. Yeah, works just fine. You just got to give it a few twirls with the spoon. Do you get a flavored creamer? No, just. Okay, because okay. I, I rock with the French vanilla creamer. Yeah, that's no, my that, fucking go-to. I, I have done that. I know <clears> I have <throat> had flavored creamers before. Some of them are so extravagant, though. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't want this. Yeah, like the Star- Starbucks has plain and simple. Ridiculous. Like the caramel macchiato, whatever yeah. it is. Like, fuck that's, off. That's garbage, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Garbage, garbage, trash. trash. Okay. 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 My number four is a blonde flat white with coconut milk. Specifically iced. So a flat white is it's an extra shot than the normal. So like normally a small gets two shots, a medium gets three, and a large gets three. If you get a flat white, it goes three, four, four. Yikes. I did that. No, I'm that's correct. No, it's not correct. No, 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 I fucked that up. It's one, two, two, and then it's two, three, three. Oh. And then also, in a flat white, the shots are pulled ristretto, which means that they're the they like pull shorter so that the actual shots of espresso are sweeter. So it cuts the bitterness a little bit. And then I do blonde espresso, A, because it tastes better, and B, because... Blonde espresso actually has more caffeine in it than regular espresso. And then I find that the coconut milk, especially if you get it iced, the coconut milk is like such a good complement to the flavor of the espresso. And that's just a good, solid, just a, just a good, solid coffee. Especially if, if you're going to Starbucks, that's like my go-to non like iced coffee or cold brew. I was going to say like that, like blonde, <clears throat> when, whenever anyone throws like a blonde in there at Starbucks, I'm like, yes, please. Like, yeah. 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 Like bring it on. And then especially like, if you have blonde brewed coffee, fuck me up. Their yes. blonde roasts are the best. Yeah. Blonde roast is so good. Damn. That makes me, I just want to drink coffee. Right now. I know. Yeah. yeah. It makes me want to have a coffee real bad. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll leave it for my um, honorable mentions because it's, it's. It's, I shouldn't be talking about it right now. It's, it's not worth my top five, but all right. My number three, my number three, I decided as soon as Nick was talking for his number four, my number three, it's a dirty chai. Yes. A Do you dirty, remember, did, I don't a know dirty if you chai there, latte, but I used to crush dirty chais at Roots. Like, that was my yeah. go-to drink. You got me onto the Dirty Chai's. Yeah, dude. Dirty Chai's are so good. And my favorite thing ever is being in the drive-thru and having someone order a Dirty Chai, and I just go, how dirty do you want it? 
And that shit, that shit, that's what gets me, keeps me going through the day is when I get to say, how dirty do you want it? Yeah. To like you, some like unsuspecting nurse who's just like, uh, uh, not, not even a nurse, a nurse student, yeah. a nursing student. Did anyone ever answer you saying, I want it fucking filthy? I, give we've had, we've filthy. had some people give us some that. wild answers. I want it filthy, baby. Very um, dirty. A, no, a dirty chai latte is just. I've had. It, I've had it. Obviously, I've made myself it at Roots. I've had it in a nice little cafe in Ipswich. I've had it here. In, in there's nothing like the 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 warmth. I like it hot too. Like just like a nice warmth of a chai latte, but also like the kick of espresso. It's just it's so good. Because also so good. chai tastes so fucking good. I don't know what it is, but I like love the flavor. It's, it I, there, smells amazing. There's a there's a little competition in my life between like matcha and chai. Chai always kind of tops matcha. Some I love a GTL. I love a green tea latte. With the matcha, but I we have a new drink at Starbucks that is a pineapple matcha. My girlfriend's got it. She yeah. she had it before, and I I did like it. It's decent, but, but it's like I'm not gonna go out of my way for it. A green tea. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Dirty chai is just just uh, just a chai latte. It's a, you, I've, I'm done getting ch- uh, chai lattes cold. I'm yeah. always hot now. Like I'm one even in the summer. It could be the dead it could be July like seventeenth and it's a hundred and seven degrees out and I'm still getting a chai latte hot. So the other eat. thing is like you like I just pictured going into like a really nice air conditioned cafe and getting a hot chai latte in the middle of summer. Yeah. Hey, and oh just yeah, yeah. Sitting in there. Going to going to Cafe Siena. In downtown Newburyport, getting a dirty chai, just like sitting and feeling so European, just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, smoking a hand rolled cigarette like Jack White, and strumming a two by four guitar, and strumming a two by four guitar, reading some Edgar Allan Poe, and then yeah, yeah, and then like having like a girlfriend with like a really big bush. <laughs> The picture has been painted. Oh God, Nick, you're number three. Uh, it it has to be my number three is the coffee after you go out drinking the night before. The first one of the morning when you're nursing a hangover, first sip you're like, oh, okay, I'm back. Yeah, like you're 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 like this day's gonna be okay. Yeah, I'm alive. I'm alive. I have a pulse. <laughs> Yeah, my no, number three, you actually kind of stole my number three. So I'm going to add on to your number three. And then on the fly, I'm going to change my number three. Um, yeah. The uh, For me, it's the, the, like, you know when you're hungover, but you're it's not like a bad hangover. You're just a little fuzzy. It's that hangover specifically. When you're like, as soon as I have my coffee, boom, I am ready to go firing on all cylinders. Um, but for my audible... I'm going to go with a It's down to two of them. I got to go. Okay, so I've done a lot of ice drinks. My go-to if I get a hot drink, especially at Starbucks, is the Cafe Misto, which is half brewed coffee and half steamed milk. And it's the perfect like in between 
where it's like drinking a cup of coffee, but it just like the steamed milk. A, it doesn't cool down the coffee at all. It makes it like a latte. And B, it just like cuts the bitterness just enough. And then you go like one pump of flavor. You guys have have to, if you're into coffee like I am, you have to invest in a milk frother. I have no, I gotta get one. Money. I'm, I'm poor though. though. I just, I just go Keurig. There, there is one, one that came with my, um, me and my, and my girlfriend bought an espresso as soon as we moved them together. Nespresso. So, Nespresso. Yes, like also Tom, like the absolute. So, ah, never had a bad. Okay, time out. Time out. My crazy story with my Nespresso. So my parents, like two Christmases ago. They, my sister and her fiance are like, they need a new coffee machine, whatever. They want to get her something nice for Christmas. So they get them an espresso. Good, really good gift. Yeah. Somehow, some way, they get sent two for the price of one. Oh, shit. And Nespresso didn't catch on. So we got a free Nespresso that is currently in my kitchen. And the craziest part is. My parents don't like the coffee, like so I'm the only one who uses it. It's just—is there, there a like milk frother with it? Oh yeah! Oh god yeah! <laughs> My friend, you next are time I'm at business. your house, I'm just gonna make you coffees. Yeah, like literally, the best part is like when I eventually get my own place, I am ta- I get to take the Nespresso because no one uses it. Oh, I'm definitely considering you as a roommate if I move back then. The, the Nespresso, Nespresso have and Nespresso machine. It's it's the machine, and then it's like a separate milk frother. Like it's not like you got to plug in the milk frother as like a separate thing. But I mean, the we got like a sample like of every different like coffee they have, and Nespresso does create. They do. You can do an espresso shot. You can do a double espresso. You can do a normal coffee, or you can do an alto coffee, like a tall coffee. And it will the the one that I have reads like okay, this much water needs to go through. So it's like obviously the espresso water that goes through is much smaller than the normal coffee one. Everything that has come out of that machine has been absolutely amazing. It's it uh, it's it blows me away how great coffee is and then on top of it yeah the milk frother i just I, I throw an almond milk and it comes out nice and foamy and i throw it in it's oh, i love it and how we, like weirdly satisfying is it when you lift up the little thing and like the pod falls back in the little trash can on the side yes yes man it's just it's so it instead of like on like on typical keurig like you have to manually open it up and then like just take it out you just tap like tap the little thing and it goes and then it shoots a pod into the back of this little trash can receptacle. So like, you know, after a week you throw away all like the pods that you use, but it's so, you're right, Nick. It's so satisfying. It's weirdly, so it's just like, oh, you're like, oh, I can, can't even put words to it. It's, it's Get that all right. We're running a little bit long, but we're, we're, we're good. My number two, the all like my number two all time best favorite coffee is the after dinner coffee. You you've had a full meal, you've had a little bit of des- or you're getting ready for dessert. It's like almost like a lot of people do it like Thanksgiving or Easter or like if you're a big like 
um, Sunday Italian dinner thing, where then with <clears throat> dessert you have coffee. That is my favorite coffee. That is my second favorite coffee. Just being able to like have like sit and talk and have like just a real good cup of coffee. Usually, I'll do it at my like my favorite one is at my aunt's house. It's after like a Thanksgiving dinner, we sit and like my aunt makes sure she doesn't do through the Keurig. She has like a like a boiling pot of coffee ready to go and she pours like a good good pot of coffee and we're just like sitting chatting very european my favorite is also that but it's because it'll be like thanksgiving we'll go to my aunt's house and it'll be like you'll eat so much that you'll be like sitting in the living room before dessert and you'll be like i'm going to fall asleep if I do not drink coffee right now. And then like, as if on cue, like your aunt walks out and it's like, did it, does anyone want a cup of coffee? Yeah. And you're and, like, and fuck yes. <laughs> the best, the best aunt in the world does that. But she goes, does anyone want a cup of coffee? And you're like, oh yeah, I could, I could wake up. And she's like, it's already, it's already brewing right now. And so you have to actually physically get up and you're like, all right, I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm good. This coffee is going to get me to my next beer. I'm like tryptophan. Get off me. Like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, number two two coffee. coffee. Number two coffee. Irish coffee. Fucking A, Nick. You keep stealing my, my, Twos. We probably should have uh, talk, gone through this before, so we don't. That's that, this is that's fine because I have plenty of backups. My honorable mentions for backups. Um, I mean, Irish coffee. Is just, I was it's a can't miss. More more specifically though, it's the coffee you have when you get up on like a day off, like a weekend, like a Sunday. Maybe it's like that final four weekend where you just know you're gonna drink all day. And you put like Bailey's and Fireball in it, and you're just like, Ooh, I'm just I've never thought of that. I've never done that. Yes, yes. Bailey's and Fireball is a great combo in coffee, or just cr- like a little bit of creamer and Fireball. Oh, actually, funny it's story. fantastic. Like alcoholic coffees. When I was younger, my my dad's dad would always he's and this guy's very like very Italian. He would always put, after, like, after dinner, like, the afternoon coffee, like Jackson was saying, he would put Sambuca in his coffee. And my dad would do it sometimes, too. I'm like, oh, it smells like, uh, it smells like Nornu's house. I literally, the smell of Sambuca has me associated with him. Like, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but it, I, I just, it's a good I thing. I want to meet him. There, so Sambuca is almost like a licorice tasting like liqueur i there would be people at the country club specifically the very very greek people that would do two shots of espresso and um one shot of a sambuca in like an espresso little glass pound them pound them though they would get hammered just off of like honestly drinking they would have like six cups of a of double shot espresso and a shot of Sambuca, and they'd be like, oh, they'd be walking out like, oh my God, like I'm like, I'm gone. I'm like, you had eight shots of a liqueur, and on top of it, you're drinking double shot espresso. Um, But I know, I know, I know that smell, Nick, like that smell of like, it's, it's coffee and like licorice a little bit. It's so, it's, it's, it's good. 
I definitely am team Fireball as far as putting liqueur type things. Either Fireball or just straight whiskey. Something um, my girlfriend got me for my birthday. I some of either of you may have heard of it. It's called Screwball Whiskey. Yes. Uh, they peanut, K- peanut K- butter. KFC Radio ha- is their like sponsors is sponsored by them. Screwball Whiskey. I was drinking that on the rocks like no like no one's business. I went through an entire bottle like real quick, just like wow, this is like it's it, it was like candy. It was yeah. like I was drinking super sweet peanut butter whiskey. And um, she kept telling me, like, oh, just do, like, put it in your coffee. Like, it'd be great in your coffee. I had it always iced. So I was like, um, well, um, unless I do, like, an iced coffee, then I'm not going to do that. It was so good. I just, like, so want to just throw it in, like, a nice hot coffee. Like, that peanut butter taste. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my dad was te- – he texted me, like, out of the blue one day. And he was like – I think it was, I think it was uh, similar to, like, the like smell thing, thing, but he was, like, whenever I smell, it's, like, the combination of coffee and whiskey, he was, like, I always think of him and his cousin Jeff used to do, it was, like, a tree trimming business, and at 10 a.m. every day, Jeff would go and he'd just get a coffee and he'd just put whiskey in it, 10 a.m. every day. They're just using power tools and trimming trees. And he was just like, fucking yeah, bro. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Absolutely legendary. That's why those stories about like, just like dad childhood. Yeah. yeah. Where it was Beautiful. just like, there were no rules at all. No rules. Yeah. yeah. No, one, no one, epi- one episode, we're going to have to like come and like, just talk about like our dad's child. Like I have so many, like my dad's childhood. Yeah. Like bad <clears throat> Like just like, like felon charges worth of like. <laughs> yeah. Have I ever told you the story uh, that my dad told me um, when, like, after I found out that he smokes weed, he was like telling me about this one time they like got like it must have been like a fucking like pound of weed from like Thailand or something. This was like the 1950s, 1960s. <laughs> And it was, like, obviously, like, probably shit-ass weed, but he was, like, they all, like, divvied it up among themselves, and then they had, like, an ounce left or something. And they literally went down to, like, the town park, and they auctioned it off. <laughs> to, like, the highest bidder. <laughs> In fucking Melrose, too. Like, they went down to, like... Yeah. Oh, my God. What? I'm probably butchering that story, but that was like the general gist of it was that they just auctioned off a bunch of like brick like, high weed. They're like banging a gab. It's like, <clears throat> what do we say? What is it? 200, 200 here. Yeah. Come on. Come on. 200. Give me a 250. Give me a 250. Anybody got 250? 250. Go once. Go twice. So. Oh my God. Should probably go to like the library and like be like, oh, dude, like, did Rick actually do this? I've been looking out for your dad's car whenever I go to the grocery store, seeing if he's in that little parking lot and everything. If he's, he, if he's he going hasn't into in there, they've been oh, okay. I think closed, closed. Oh no, I thought they were doing takeout. So they they did takeout for a little bit to exhaust their per- perishable food supply. Yeah, and, and then, then I then guess I think they're opening back up for takeout. Maybe they did it last week. Maybe it was this week. I don't remember, but yeah, I'll look out. They for were him. like closed for a little bit. I'll but look out for him and try I to like, text your dad. He's taking the, I don't think he's going to be there because he's taking the stance of like, 
there are so many other employees that need the money over me. So I think he's giving giving those shifts like people with like kids and shit. Yeah, gotcha. But um, yeah, good guy. Nick stole my uh, number two. So I'm again gonna go on the fly and. Starbucks Nitro Cold Brew is fucking bomb. So good. The velvet. Absolutely incredible. Velvet coffee. And so recently, I don't know how if this was like nationwide or like what, but since I left, when I came back, they're now selling cans of the cold brew, like nitro cold brew. Dude, I took some home today. Just put it in a mug and put a little creamer in it. It was fucking incredible, and it just, I was just got me frozen. It yeah, because it's like not at all. It's just coffee taste. There's no bitterness. There's no nothing. It's no. incredible. Yeah. And then the like nitro with like sweet cream, or I don't know if we do it anymore. I don't think we do. But they did. They had the nitro with cascara cold foam, and it was like a light vanilla y kind of taste. Yeah. Oh, so fucking good. I had that. Yeah, with the vanilla foam. Yeah, it was really good. All right, my number one. This is some big deal. Um, I had to, I had to really think about myself, and this is a very current number one. This isn't like all time, like Jackson number one coffee, but current. It's an iced americano. It's an iced classic. Bl- it's an iced black americano from Starbucks. It's just it's. It's what I want iced coffee to be every time. Every time I want, like I go to Dunks, I go to uh, McDonald's to get an, I, I go, this is good, but this isn't the iced Americano from Starbucks. Why do you prefer that over like cold brew? I don't know. It's, I can, te- I can tell the difference in taste between an iced Americano and a cold brew. Cold brew is coffee. Cold brew is yeah. just they brew it cold. An iced Americano is just espresso in water. So you're getting a stronger coffee bean, but it's you know desaturated with water. I'm I'm all for it. Here's actually the difference between the cold brew and the Americano. The Americano you're getting a stronger like bean roast. Whereas cold brew, you're getting a stronger brew because it's brewed overnight for 20 hours. Whereas the espresso is just a stronger coffee bean. Yeah. And it's also going to be different roasts. It's going to be different flavors, X, Y, Z. So then I, then so I guess if you're drinking prefer... it black, like definitely there is a taste difference. Yeah. That's, I guess that's what I'm like. I like the, maybe not like the, I mean, I, you know, I kind of do like the bitterness. I yeah I guess I just like the 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 more stronger coffee bean than I yeah. do the longer roast yeah yeah, yeah. um but that's uh, we always because sometimes we'll like run out of iced coffee or whatever and we'll just especially if people get flavors or shit in it we'll just give them fucking iced americanos it's it's so good because I'll just be like I'll if you get, get a cream vin- and sugar in it it's basically an iced coffee like there's yeah. no difference oh yeah, yeah I've thought about that I've had it and I go I'm like this is missing just the milk that I like in my yeah. iced coffee. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Um, shout out to Crystalia for kind of being like iced Americanos. Like I, I don't like black. I can't do black hot coffee, honestly. Like no matter what I drink a black hot coffee and I'm like, this is, this is tough to get through. 
I drink an iced Americano black. So good. And all it is is coffee and water. I'm going to have to try one because I really genuinely have never had one. I think Starbucks is a little bit milder. I had an Americano at um, like a legit like Boston Italian cafe. And I was like, can you do it iced? And they were like, fuck you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, then I'll have it hot then, okay. And they <laughs> gave it to me hot, and I was like, what? This is strong. Like, this yeah. is like, this is very bitter. Yeah. That's the other thing about, to go back to the nitro, is like the nitro is brewed the same. It's just cold brew. We just add nitro, nitrogen to it. Nitrogen, yeah. So it's like, it kicks. It's got some fucking. It's, yeah, no, I've had a <clears throat> nitro cold brew, and I'm like, oh, wow, like, this is great. Like, I'm. <laughs> I'm ready to run through a wall. Um, have you, do you, are you strictly regular iced Americanos or do you go blonde ever? I'm strictly, I like iced Americano. And they're like, do you want room? And I'm like, no. And they're like, so you want a black iced Americano? I'm like, yes. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Correct. They're very much like, oh, like we, like this is very rare that people are just want a black iced Americano. Yeah, we do the, get at least the one where I'm living, the yeah. Starbucks that I'm living at. They're like, oh, oh, okay, yeah. All right, so my number one is the free coffee you get after getting the right of, the amount of points for the Dunkin' Donuts app. Oh, I was waiting for I was waiting for Dunkin'. This is a very oh, Nick. I love this. I love this one. This is a very much you. This is a very much. This, this is a very much turban. I was yeah. going to yeah. say, shout out Kevin Turban. <laughs> I was thinking of him when I when I had, came up with this idea. Because I remember, this, I, remember I, I, I just paid like in cash for a nice coffee once. He's like, You're, what, what are you doing? He shamed me for not using the app. Simple tip. Get your points, bro. <laughs> I love, this coffee is like, I mean, this is what Bernie Sanders wants. In, in life, life. He, he wants, wants free iced coffees. coffees. Give me those That's points. It. So, like, in addition, I I would argue that it extends to any free coffee that you get due to your loyalty yeah, to a company. Yeah, whatever. Because, like, I'll see people that'll come through day after day at Starbucks and get the exact same thing. It'll be, like, a tall whatever. And then one day, they'll just come through and they'll get, like, this extravagant order and get, like, a venti, blah, 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 with all this stuff in it. And I'm like, oh, like, you change your order? And they're like, oh, yeah, we have a reward. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. So this is your special coffee. This is truly like the I did it coffee. It's like the treat yourself coffee. Show that Tom Havard. Precisely. Treat yourself. Oh, my God. It's like I I love excuse me, those little, like, rewards programs like i got ruger's bagels going on my phone i have i have like 300 points like i've already exceeded the highest potential of points i could get they were like if you get 200 points you get a dozen bagels i'm at 300 like i'm like i'm ex- i'm like banana land with the amount of points i got i love getting the free dunks coffee like made my day and, and honestly, I would hit the free dunks coffee in the summertime during my summer camp. I would hit free dunks iced coffee like like once a week. It'd be great just to get like a free coffee like once a week on a Friday. I would save it for the Friday, my little half day. But, uh, 
free cup, cup of coffee. coffee. There you go. Also, also like, like, there's, there's often, like, perks. Like, uh, um, I know with Starbucks, like, if you're, if you're in, in the cafe, cafe which you can't do right now, but you can, like, get a hot or iced coffee or iced tea. And, and then, then if, if you drink, drink it all, then you just get a free refill because you're a fucking rewards member. That's that's, that's awesome. Like, any, like free anything, like free free, free, free shit is coffee. Great. It's great. It's great. Um, yeah, you, baby. My number one is Dunkin' Donuts medium caramel swirl iced coffee with almond milk and a sausage egg and cheese wake up wrap. That's a specific coffee. Yes, yeah. that is just every time I go to a Dunks, that's exactly what I get. Also, the fact that they call them a wrap is a bit of a jip because they're essentially just a taco. Yeah. They, they need are. to be honest with themselves. Stop calling them wraps. Wake up tacos sounds way cooler. A very specific memory I had is when we were going somewhere, me and you, Duncan. Your dad was driving and your sister was in the car. She got a wake-up wrap, and that was the first time I had ever seen anyone buy a Dunkin' Donuts wake-up wrap. And she specifically asked, I just want the wrap and the cheese and the egg. And she just <laughs> ate tortilla and cheese and gross egg product. And I was she... like, And I was like, that's kind of gross. <laughs> It was, I think it was, yeah, just like egg and cheese wake up wrap. I'm trying to think there was like some other, maybe it was just dunks, but yeah, she used to like legitimately just, she had, I don't know what she was doing before because she's like gotten better now where she'll eat different stuff, but she would legitimately just eat like the blandest things. And I was like, what is wrong with you? There are those people out there where they're like, I'll have Ben, Ben Nelk. I feel like Ben can get a little crazy. But no, like those but he people... used to be like chicken fingers and like Elio's only. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, there there are those people like that where it's just like, um, I have chicken fingers, and they're like, what would you like sauce? And they're like, um, ketchup. And it's just like, mm, no, no. You're a you're a lunatic. No, no. <laughs> where they're like, how would you like your steak cooked? And they're like, medium well. And you're like, oh my god. <laughs> And they're like, can you add ketchup? Can I have a side of ketchup with the steak? And you're like, frig <laughs> Get out, you like, uncultured swine. Frig off, Leahy. Yeah. Christ. All right. And do you we're have gonna, any honorable mentions? The yeah, we're going to end this episode really quick. We're, we're already at an hour and a half. We're, yeah. We're, we're long. My only I'm, honorable mention is any blonde roast. Okay, good. Nick, any honorable mentions? I got a lot. No, I'm good. Excellent. I have I have more than five honorable mentions. All right, here we go. These are gonna be funny, I think. So let me cross off my iced americano. So um, there is the second. I specified this with Duncan beforehand, but the second morning coffee after you've already taken a shit. So again, this is for someone who drinks a lot of coffee. Like I may have like three, four cups of coffee a day. It's you. This will make more sense later in the list. You take a you you have a coffee, and then you take a shit, and then you have another coffee where you're like, your butt is like shit free, and it's just like <laughs> wow, this is great. Um, it, it, so, it 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 doesn't initiate any bowel movements. Yeah, exactly. You just you're just like wow, this is like what coffee should feel like. Yeah. Um, 
my next one is just New England brand coffee. Whatever they're doing over at the New England Coffee Roasters, they got your medium blend, they got your dark blend, they got your light blend, but then they got like Cape Cod, they got Maine Roast, they, they got it French Vanilla, they got it all. The French Vanilla is absolutely amazing. Um, I mentioned it before, me and Nick were talking about it, the Nespresso, anything Nespresso got, besides the Melisio, like all their, their coffee like pods are like Italian names, the Melisio, shit, everything else, beautiful. Um, a Dunk's Cold Brew in the summer. This is a- at any time. Again, I'm very situational, but it's just like a Dunk's Cold Brew in the summer hits you different. It's like, it's a little like being punched in the face. You're like, oh, wow. Like, thank you. You, you almost, sometimes you just need to be punched in the face and then you thank the person who just punched you. You're just like, wow, hey, thank you for doing that because I really needed that. That's a, that's a Dunk's Cold Brew in the summer. My phone, fuck it. Um, this is this one is very particular. It's a Colombian brewed coffee grounds that is brewed within the percolator, and the percolator is operated by my dad Tom. <laughs> That's a good cup of coffee. Not gonna yes. be. Not gonna lie. A Colombian <laughs> a Colombian grown coffee bean that is ground and brewed in a percolator by Tom. It's great. He's just he's he's a good he's a good coffee guy. Good coffee guy. Um, another one. It this is your wake up ha- your half drunk coffee. It's basically this is a little branch off of your second coffee in the morning that makes that like after the shit. This is the coffee that you drink halfway and you go. If I have another sit. I'm going to shit my pants, but it's like a, it's like good. It's just like, oh, like this needed to happen. It's like, it's a necessary coffee. It's great. Yeah. Wait, are you talking like mid drinking? No, you're like mid cup. You're like, you're like five sips in and you're like, there's a little bit less than half of this cup of coffee. And I already have to blow my brains out in the the bathroom. But are you saying the more, like the next morning? Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. You're not drunk. It's not a hangover. It's just okay. any. I got it's you. Just like no, I, I got gotcha. you. Like I know you, what you're talking it, about exactly. Like it's the Wednesday after a Taco Tuesday and you're drinking your coffee and you're like, boom. <laughs> I'm like, that Ortega taco sauce. <laughs> it's backed up. It is getting spicy. It is doing a dance down there. Yeah. Even though it was mild, it feels like a hot and spicy. <laughs> Um, I will also add the the coffee, not that gets you out of the hangover, but that gets your hangover shit out of you. Exactly. Sometimes you just got to shit your brains out and you're like, I'm feeling a lot better. And thank you, coffee, for doing yes. that. All right. I got four more. Um, <laughs> coffee with specifically mocha Baileys. Okay. The normal Baileys. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Everyone knows that, though. Coffee with mocha baileys? God bless. Chef's kiss. It's great. Um, uh, another very specific one to me. Starbucks on the on a road trip. Yeah. Specifically. Dunks on a road trip. Dunks. Like if I'm going on a road trip, I hit dunks first. 
Yeah. It's like, okay. But it's when you get to like a foreign land where Dunkin' Donuts isn't a regular, where you're like, all right, I guess, I guess I got to go to Starbucks and you're drinking and you're like, oh, this is real coffee. Yeah. Like the strength is a little bit more than Dunkin' Donuts. There's less sugar. There's less cream. It's just as great. So Starbucks on a road trip. My second to last one, it's just a typical just stress coffee. Like you got a paper that's due. You have work that needs to be done. You're like, like my life is falling around my feet. And you're like, I need to drink a cup of coffee. And you're just like, coffee. And you're like, oh, and you're like, ah, I feel like more stressed. But at least I had a coffee in me. Like at least I'm full. That's very relatable. Yeah. So stress coffee, that's a great one. And then finally, um, this one, it's actually, Duncan, me and you talked about it last episode. Any coffee that you're drinking while you're watching comedians in cars getting coffee. Yes. That yeah, is that's, a... That's, that's, that's a beautiful coffee. Because it you're feels just like, like you're in it. Yeah, it's just like, hey, I'm sitting right next to, I'm sitting right next to Jerry. Me and Jerry are just sipping away at a Lavazza coffee, and you're like, ah, yes, love it. Ah. To, I've had Lavazza. Like, it's not, it's not like a crazy brand of coffee, but the Country Club always had Lavazza, the, the coffee that always sponsors comedians and cars getting coffee. It's yeah. great. Great coffee. Great coffee. The only thing I will add is that there is a whiskey distillery in Nashville, Tennessee, and they do, it's like a liqueur, but I think it's like 35%. And it tastes almost like, um, it's got sort of like a toffee flavor to it, like a toffee caramel flavor to it. And you pop that sucker in some coffee, and it is just, you can't even tell you're getting drunk, and then all of a sudden you're real drunk. Doesn't Jameson have like a coffee thing? Yeah, they so. do. Jameson has a cold brew... Yes. Um, like variation. I've had it so good. Yeah, I almost got that, but it's expensive. Eh. Whatever. Money's not real. Yeah. Well, that was a great episode, ladies and gentlemen. We uh, talked about NBA 2K and music, and more importantly, we talked about coffee. We also talked about The Bachelor, but Bachelor is a thing that's definitely happening. Um, we thank all of our sponsors, including Nick's, um, cardboard floats. Actually, so, in mid episode the reason I wasn't really interjecting much is actually I had to file for bankruptcy and we folded. <laughs> oh my God. We're so sorry to hear that. We folded, well, we folded like a cardboard, card, cardboard pool float in water. Well, nailed it. If if anyone who is listening wants to sponsor, um, sponsor our sponsor, Nick's Pool Floats, um, please direct all of your emails and messages um, to uh, benelk94 at gmail.com. Um, you can reach him I actually, whenever no, you no, want. It's, it's benelk1 at be, gmail.com. Benelk1 at gmail.com. He will answer all of your questions. And um, I mean, should I give his phone number out? Oh, we got no time, but 
<laughs> Anyways, you can you can talk to our friend uh, bnelk1 at gmail.com. He'll answer any questions, and he actually will give you money. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you to our sponsor, um, who is failing right now, Nick's Pool Floats. Uh, I want to thank Duncan. This has been a long episode, so I thank him for editing everything. Great. Um, thank you, Nick, for coming on. This has been Trollstone Podcast, people. This has been a rambling one. You've had fun. I guarantee it. Guarantee. Money back guarantee. Money back, Money back guarantee. guarantee. You guys are getting paid. Hmm? No, we're not. Not anymore. This is Jackson signing out. Peace out, my cool cats and kittens. Cats and kittens.